Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro Podcast. I am Shauna Sumalong. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so that they can be more effective in their jobs. Today, I'm excited to have Debbie Varela, the author of Put Me In Coach, here with us today. Debbie, I would love for you to introduce yourself, your role, and your organization to our audience. Absolutely. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, named Debbie Varela. I've had, gosh, over 15 years of experience now in the sales enablement and transformation space before it was even really like what it is today. I have been lucky enough to have worked with some of the world's smallest startups to some of the world's largest tech companies. And after working in these businesses of all sizes throughout my career, I have honestly met some of the coolest and most interesting people. I've learned so much what works, what doesn't work, why it didn't work and what to do next time. We're excited to have you here, Debbie. Now, going back to your book, uh, you actually discuss how coaching can create a culture of success for businesses. In your opinion, what are the key components of a successful sales culture? That is a great question. And it's funny enough, I actually had just published a blog on my website on this exact topic a few weeks ago. So I believe the recipe to create a winning sales culture is is really around five key things. And the first one for me is really just having a defined vision. So everyone understands what their position is on the field or, you know, where they fit into the bigger picture of the organization. I just feel this is so incredibly important because it gives a sense of belonging and purpose to individuals. The second one I think is really, a, it's a key element that I'm passionate about, which is really around skill, or sometimes I call it action mapping and motivation. And what I mean by this is it's truly knowing your team member's strengths and their areas of improvement and how to motivate each person. So like where will they naturally excel? Where will they need a little bit more encouragement? And what's the best way to encourage them? Like, are they intrinsically motivated or intrinsically motivated? That makes a huge difference. The third one I think is super important, <laughs> which I see time and time again in organizations is accountability and continuous feedback. So that would honestly come in as one of the most important ingredients for a thriving sales culture. Interestingly enough, with many of the companies I've worked with, this is oftentimes like their biggest weakness. And when I say accountability, I'm talking about like, do you manage behavior? Do you as a leader take responsibility or you do you blame other people? Do you manage your pipeline? And then do you like, do you spend enough time on pipeline reviews? Do you have a cadence that you're holding yourself and your teams accountable to? So that's what I think of when I think about accountability. The next one is really around team building and trust to ensuring that your team operates as a single unit. You can see this really play out like on this in a sports team when teammates trust each other and they really know each other. Things just look effortless for them and they just, you know, flow together. And finally, for me, it's the last one on my list, but it's honestly just as important, which is celebrating successes and learning from failures. So you should celebrate everyone, no matter how small it is, because it's still a win. And also, I, I feel that setbacks should be reviewed with positive intent, not to blame, but to learn and evolve from those. I love that approach. And why would you say that, you know, especially today in the current environment, why is coaching critical in today's sales environment? And how does it help nurture a healthy sales culture? I think coaching is absolutely critical. And honestly, it's interesting because I think that most people would agree with that statement. But then when you dig into that with sellers or managers, um, I wouldn't necessarily think 
they have a different response, right? So they don't feel like they're getting enough coaching from their managers and managers don't necessarily feel like they have enough time or even the skills to do said coaching. So typically what I see happen is the managers try, but ultimately find it difficult to get on a regular and consistent coaching cadence with their teams. And in lieu of that, they tend to jump in and rescue the seller during a sales call to show them quote, like how it's done. But that is not coaching, right? And ultimately that leads to an unhealthy sales culture because that decreases accountability and responsibility on both sides. It also erodes trust and it undermines the confidence of, of, from both sides. So all the things that I just mentioned. So for me, if a more consistent coaching cadence was in place and managers were given the skills to coach effectively, then a positive and supportive culture would help to motivate and engage teams, which would then attract and retain their top talent it would drive performance and deliver the better results for customers. And coaching is just a critical factor in creating and developing high-performing sales teams and in my personal and humble opinion. I love that opinion. I'd also love to get your opinion, Debbie, on what does a good coaching program look like? Yeah, absolutely. So I believe that a good coaching program, it has to have a well-defined structure and it needs to provide some type of system, whatever it is, for managers to enhance the skills and performance for overall effectiveness of just the individuals within their team. So, for example, it should have like clear objectives that are measurable and be aligned to the specific skills or the behaviors or outcomes that they're wanting to improve. One thing I just want to mention is that coaching programs really can't take a peanut butter spread approach. You have to develop them with the individual needs in mind and there should be some kind of feedback or performance management framework in place to help provide individuals with specific things in a timely manner and also focused on the things, the behaviors that can be observed in positive reinforcement as well as constructive criticism. I mean, in coaching really the key is continuous improvement. So shove goals or milestones established and then also be adaptable as the needs of that individual you're coaching begins to evolve time over time. Absolutely. Those are great key principles to structuring a coaching program. What would you say some common challenges are when it comes to coaching and how can enablement help mitigate those challenges? I think the most common challenges that I see and I hear are focused around three things, which is time, skill, and consistency. So with time constraints, managers, they just don't have it. They have, there are just way too many competing priorities. So enablement can help by providing some time management training for coaches, as well as even just like some type of structured coaching schedule. The next one around the lack of skills or training. So I hear this all the time that managers, they really want to coach. They just don't really know how to do it. So I think enablement can offer some type of coaching skills training program or provide them some kind of organized workshops, resources, and just offer some ongoing support. And the third one I see a lot is they'll start coaching, but then it just falls off. So just a lack of consistency and inconsistency in coaching across teams always leads to some kind of uneven result. So enablement can help by implementing some kind of standardized coaching frameworks with cadences and guidelines. They can provide like templates, resources, and checklists that will help managers keep that consistency and have that structure that can, can anchor them to keeping it going over time. 
I think those are some great suggestions. Oftentimes, you know, in sales teams, I think frontline managers really serve as like the key coach for their teams. How can enablement help prepare those frontline managers to be more effective coaches? Yeah, I think enablement teams can respond to um, some of the things we just talked about, about the common challenges. So for example, if enablement can provide comprehensive coaching skills, training for frontline managers, where they focus on things like active listening, effective communication, giving feedback, that's often actually very hard for people to do in a way that's effective for the person they're giving the feedback to, goal setting, and just all the other essential coaching competencies, developing a repository of coaching resources, like I mentioned, including like guides, templates, and best practices, just so that these frontline managers have easy access to materials that can aid in their coaching efforts, make it a little bit easier for them. Because remember, they have so much going on and so many competing priorities. Offer training on goal setting and action planning. So use things like the SMART goal framework with their teams to create actionable plans to help them achieve the actual the plans that they're actually setting, right? And then establishing a system for ongoing monitoring and support. If enablement can do some kind of like regular check-in with frontline managers, then they can offer them some additional training where they're feeling maybe not as strong in certain areas of coaching and even just provide them like some type of support network that can help them work through some of the challenges that the managers have as they're trying to build this coaching muscle in their own skills. That's fantastic advice for frontline managers and enablement professionals. Last question for you, Debbie, how do you measure the impact of coaching on the business? This is a great question and one that comes up all the time, right? Measurement and metrics. So let's assume for a second that we've established the specific and measurable objectives for the coaching program so that you can If you do that, then you can measure impact in a few ways, in my opinion. You can conduct some kind of baseline assessment before the coaching program begins, like gathering any kind of data on the metrics that you're planning on using, such as like individual or team performance, if it's employee engagement, satisfaction, or any of the KPIs that are tied to the coaching. Um, Once you do that, then you can identify and track those that align to the objectives of the coaching program. So these could be things like sales metrics, customer retention rates, employee turnover, productivity, and anything that your company can track and actually use to hold managers and their teams accountable to these coaching programs. Another way is gathering feedback from participants through surveys and phone interviews, so measuring changes in their point of views, their attitudes, and any self-reported improvements in skills or behaviors. I think that's really, really helpful And this qualitative data can give you all kinds of really great insights into the impacting of what you're doing from a coaching perspective. You know, I said conduct a baseline assessment that will give you kind of like where everyone starts, but also then following that up with an assessment after the coaching program. That way you can compare against that baseline data and see any type of growth that happened across KPIs or any other things that you're tracking. The two other ones are just around measuring employee engagement satisfaction. Like, are they enjoying the coaching program? Do they feel like it's contributing positively to themselves, the organization and goals? And then just looking at the organization's performance metrics with industry benchmarks. That can be really helpful to you. You can see maybe where the excellence benchmark is then where maybe organizations that are similar to yours, where they fall, and then where you fall, you can kind of see how you're performing against those industry standards. Fantastic advice for our audience. Debbie, thank you so much for joining us today. 
You are very welcome. Thank you so much for having me. To our audience, thank you for listening. For more insights, tips, and expertise from sales enablement leaders, visit salesenablement.pro. If there's something you'd like to share or a topic you'd like to learn more about, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you.